Welcome back to the Becoming High Caliber Podcast. My name is Imaj Barra and this is episode 11. So on today's episode, we're going to be talking about the five major things to avoid after a heartbreak. So tune in because it's going to be important. Do you remember the worst memory you've ever had? Mine was getting a FaceTime call at 2 in the morning from my little sister crying after she found out that her boyfriend cheated on her because she wasn't quote-unquote good enough for him. Now hopefully this never happened to you, but can I tell you a secret? Dating has changed in modern times, and if you don't keep up with the current, you'll be in the same position that she was in. Over the past 5 years, I've been giving men the secrets to succeeding with women in the game of love. Ladies, it's your turn. It's now my mission to help women all over the globe find, attract, and keep men they actually want. My name is Iman Jabara, and this is Becoming High Caliber. Heartbreak, heartbreak, heartbreak. Ah, uh, this is definitely a good one uh, because I've <laughs> I've definitely had my fair share of heartbreaks in the past, and let me tell you, it hurts. It hurts a lot, and you you always think you're prepared for it. You you can stop it. You can get ready for it. But when it happens, it hits you like a ton of bricks. And I think a lot of people don't realize the the effect that it truly has on them. So what a lot of people don't realize is heartbreak is is a, is a trauma in a sense, and it sticks with you. So, for instance, if somebody does break your heart, that follows you on into your next relationship, into your personal life, into your friendship. Because think of it like a betrayal of trust in in some sort. Because this person was in your life for so long and then one thing happened or a majority of things happened. And in that moment, it's over. So that pattern of security and comfort is completely gone. And it takes you down the spiral of just complete pain. And I know I'm making it sound really dramatic, but heartbreak can be one of those things that brings you excruciating pain. There's been many studies, like I said in previous podcasts, where the pain of heartbreak is actually so powerful that it feels like physical pain in your body. So just imagine that. And the reason why I want to talk about this today is because I feel like a lot of people do not know how to handle heartbreak. And when I say handle, they don't know how to act after they get heartbroken. And in doing so, they actually throw themselves in a bigger hole and they feel more pain and they just add on to the damage that's already been done to them. So today, I'm going to be explaining to you five major things to avoid after a heartbreak. All right, starting it all off. Number one. Avoid making huge life decisions. I know you're in pain. I know it hurts. But please, don't make decisions that are going to affect the rest of your life. And what I mean by that is, because you're in pain, don't try to move to a different state, a different country. I know it sounds crazy, but a lot of people do that because... The, the, the image of their ex is just so ingrained in the location they live in that they can't leave. And everywhere they go, it just reminds them of their ex. They feel a lot of pain, so they end up trying to move away so they can get away from that pain. 
I understand where they're coming from, but at the same time, it, if you're not ready for that move, for instance, in finances, in um, having a place to stay in the other in the other state, having friends and family over there, you're literally throwing away your entire life that you have in a state just based on your emotion. Also, your emotional state is not balanced. So when you are going through a heartbreak, everything you feel is heightened. So you're making rash decisions. And even, not even just moving, forget about moving. Think about even cutting your hair all off. Some people do it again. Again, this all sounds crazy, but this is stuff that I've seen with previous clients, with friends, with people that I know. And and it, I understand, I can't say it's crazy because I, I, I get it. The pain hurts. But really, really think about the consequences. Every cause has an effect. So whatever you do right now is going to affect you long term or potentially short term. Who knows? Whatever it may be. So before you make any huge life decisions, take a step back, consult with your friends, with your family, uh, write it down, really think about it. This is my rule of thumb when it comes to making decisions. I never make a decision when I am completely happy, like just high off ecstasy type of happy. And I also never make decisions when I am completely sad. All right. When I'm feeling bliss and when I'm feeling just depression or just deep sadness, I never make um, decisions. And the reason for that is when you make decisions, when you're completely happy, you are uh, you're just overexcited. So sometimes you your confidence just shoots up and you might make a promise that at the time you feel like you can keep. But then when reality hits, you might not be able to keep. So just trust me. Don't make a decision when you're completely, completely happy. And then when you're sad, you also make decisions based on a, a negative approach. And you're, you are, you just want to do anything to get out of the pain. So you'll get temporary satisfaction and pleasure so they can take you, so it can take you just out of that state, which is why whenever you make a decision, you have to feel completely neutral, completely at peace in your situation. And that's the only way you can actually move forward and be okay with your decision and just realize that you're coming from it from a, a quote-unquote sober mind. And when I say sober, I don't mean like alcohol. I mean like you are just neutral in terms of your thinking and how you're approaching the situation. The second piece of advice that I want you to take and also avoid is uh, don't stay at home. Right? We have this tendency when we get heartbroken, we want to stay at home, watch Netflix, eat ice cream. Uh, and it sounds cliche, but it happens. Trust me, it happens. So... Avoid just staying by yourself for long periods of time because when you're by yourself, you are reaffirming to yourself that you are lonely. So in these moments, you really have to go out and um, get out of the house, spend time with friends, spend time with family, start a potentially new hobby, do something to keep your mind distracted because if you don't, you're going to constantly keep thinking about your ex over and over and over again. Also, being by yourself is going to allow your mind to go on a rampage of thoughts. And that, that is terrifying, especially when you're in a state of, of just depression. You know, your mind, I look at it like this. Your mind is like a dog and you have to learn how to train your mind. Your dog, your dog can be your best friend or it can be your worst enemy. And what a lot of us do is we make that dog our worst enemy. We feed it all these negative thoughts and all these negative things just about us. And it just turns on us and it hurts us when we are down. 
compared to having a dog that's loving, it'll come and play with us, have fun with us. Uh, it'll put, it'll lighten our moods, it'll lighten our spirits, and it'll just push us forward. So whenever you're really thinking about your your mind, think of it like a dog. You need to train it, and to train it, you have to take care of it every single day. You have to um, give it its food. You have to give it its water. You have to take it on walks. It, it sounds crazy. But you really need to take care of your mental health when it comes to just relationships, when it comes to life in general. So in doing so, please spend time with your friends. You need, at this point, you're weak, you're, you're hurting. You need people to be around you, to comfort you, to hold you, to make you feel better. Now, that's, that's the point. They're, they're there for support. So don't, t- don't try to tackle this on your own. It's not going to end well, I promise you. And it'll just hurt you in the long run. And going off that, the third thing that I really want you to avoid, and I, I know I just told you to hang out with your friends and family, but when you actually do hang out with them, there is something important that you need to do. You can't talk about the breakup with them. All right. Maybe, maybe just the first day and just to kind of vent, get your emotions out, uh, just feel it out. But after that, please, please, please do not mention the breakup. Right now, basically, you have an open wound. And every time you mention the breakup, you open that wound. Your wound can't heal if you don't allow it to heal. And by allowing it to heal, I mean giving it time to heal. So really take a step back away from the breakup. I know you're feeling it, and I know everything inside of you wants to talk about it. But don't. Because like I said before, the more you talk about it, the more pain you bring back to your life. You need to... Not forget about it, but just kind of let it go in the time being where it's just like, all right, you know what? Right now, I am with my friends. I am with my family. I am going to focus on this fun activity that I'm doing with them. I'm going to focus on spending time with them. I'm going to focus on just being present in the moment. And I and, and also, don't talk about it because you can actually start annoying your friends and family if you talk about it a lot. All right, we don't want you being that kind of pity party where it's like, Oh, boo-hoo, look at me. Like, I know it hurts, but at the same time, you have to be strong. And I'm not saying to be strong all the time, but there's there's a time limit where you can talk about a specific situation. If you're constantly bringing it up over and over and over again, you're going to push people away because people are going to know that if they just talk to you, then you're just going to bring up the breakup, you're going to bring up your ex, and they're just not going to want to spend time with you anymore. So whatever you do, it's okay to vent every once in a while. It's okay to let pain out. It's okay to just talk about it. But what's not okay is if this is the only topic of discussion you have inside of you. I know it hurts and I know it's painful. And if you really just want to talk about it all the time, get a therapist. But don't put that on your friends. You're putting on all this luggage and baggage on them that they don't deserve. And in a sense, you're actually draining them as well. Again, friends friends are supposed to be supportive and they're going to be there for you. But at the same time, think about them as well. It's not all about you. So... Don't talk about the breakup with anybody. Just let it go. Um, feel the pain. Vent about it maybe every once in a while. But don't make it the topic of discussion all the time. The fourth thing to avoid, and this is a little bit obvious, but um, people still don't avoid it. Please, please, please avoid alcohol and drugs. I know, I know you want to do it, and I know you want to numb the pain, but I'm telling you, in the long run, it will be more detrimental to you than helpful. Alcohol and 
drugs are they're just temporary satisfaction they're temporary solutions they're antidepressants and you just want to numb the pain you want to heal and i get it but you have to avoid them at all costs because one they will enhance your emotions and maybe allow you to do something crazy that you wouldn't have done before you need to at this point regulate your emotions and those the drugs and the alcohol are going to just your emotions are going to fluctuate throughout the whole entire experience and you can possibly even get addicted to them when you're going through this breakup. And that's what a lot of a lot of individuals, when they develop alcoholism, is they develop after a severe trauma where they just kind of want to numb the, numb the pain, and they do it so much so that they become addicted to the feeling, and they and it becomes the only way for them to really um, function in their daily life. So what I'm trying to say is. I don't want you to become dependent on drugs and alcohol in order to get through all your pains. Life is not meant to be easy. Life is meant to be a, a journey. You know what I mean? There's, there's ups and there's downs. And I know it hurts, but if you learn how to handle the downs in a, in a healthy, proper way, you're, de- you're developing bulletproof, uh, a bulletproof armor, a bulletproof vest. You're, you're protecting yourself from, from the storm. And if you are just getting somebody to protect you every single time, what about if that person isn't there? What's going to happen? You're going to break. You're going to shatter. And same thing with alcohol. If alcohol is not there and you can't handle the situation without alcohol, that's going to hurt you even more. And then you're going to go into withdrawals and you're going to feel more pain. And you're gonna, it's, just, it's just not worth it. And alcohol is not great for you. Like, let's be honest. It'll destroy your liver. Um, Yeah, it'll destroy your liver. It'll destroy your body. It's not healthy. It's just overall not good. Again, it's great if you want to go out with your friends, you want to have fun, whatever, awesome. But in terms of something as getting over a heartbreak and using alcohol, that is not a good idea at all. So please, stay away from alcohol, stay away from drugs. Those are only temporary. Try to find something that will actually help you get through this without using those. Like possibly meditation, going on long walks, um, spending time with your friends, um eating healthy, going to the gym. These are better replacements than alcohol and drugs because they still give you a, a level of chemical release in your brain that you need, like dopamine, serotonin, um, oxytocin is when you're hanging out with friends, you're getting touch, all these things. So there are other ways, I promise you, there are other ways than alcohol and drugs. And finally, the last and in my opinion, the most important one to follow is stay away from your ex and stay away from anything that reminds you of your ex. This is very, very important because it goes back to the idea of not talking about the breakup. Your wound is healing and it needs time to process. Depending on how bad the breakup is, it will de- determine how long you should kind of stay away from your ex. Um, I prefer or I suggest that you stay away from your ex for a, about at least three to four weeks minimum. All right. If you stay away from them for three to four weeks, you give them time to heal and process their emotions and you give yourself time to heal and process your emotions. But before that, if you guys talk, it, you guys are just still in the same pattern. A big reason why a lot of why heartbreak hurts so much is because your ex is part of uh, your pattern, 
And when they break out of that pattern or that routine, your mind is so afraid of change that it just gets terrified and it gets it just gets uncomfortable. So it tries to bring them back into that routine as, as, as much as possible. But it can't because they, they broke up with you and they're done. So that's why that's why you feel all this pain, all this withdrawal, because you are relying on your ex to give you that release of dopamine, oxytocin, serotonin. And now without him being there, you can't release that. So now you're trying to find every other way to release that, um, release those chemicals. So when you don't talk to your ex and you kind of push him away and you don't do things that remind you of your ex, you are regulating the chemical release sequence in your brain, right? You are regulating your body back to normal, to normal frequency. And what people do is they get so good and they might start doing it after a week or two. And then their ex just comes back into their life or they text them or he texts them or whatever. And then it's like the cycle starts over again because now your brain is like, oh my God, I love this feeling again. I'm getting it. I want this feeling. Forget everything else. And then it, get, it clings onto that feeling again. And then the process has to begin all over again. You have to have discipline in this aspect because I know it hurts. And you have to feel temporary pain in order to have longer satisfaction in the, in the, in the long run. So when he tries to reach out or for the men that are listening, if she tries to reach out, please, please, please take your space. Do not respond. Just kind of take time to heal. Uh, if you have them on Instagram or social media, just, I mean, you don't have to block them or unfollow them. I'm not a big fan of that. I just feel like it's it's immature and petty, depending on the breakup. Again, depending on the breakup. If he's stalking you and all that stuff, that's different. But uh, if it was just, if it was a breakup and it wasn't as severe as like stalking or abuse or any of that stuff, just mute their story. Uh, personally, that's what I do. I will, I will mute their stories and their posts so I don't have to see them. Um, I can still have them as friends, but I just don't want to see anything they post because it, it just, it, it will bring me back. It will bring back the memories. It will bring back my feelings for them, and I don't want that. Uh, and this is also a great way if you actually end up wanting them back in the future. Uh, if it was a breakup that you feel like could have been resolved or could have been healed, you taking a step away from them will give them time to realize how important you were in their life. So in that time of reflecting, it can either be great for both of you or it could be awful. And if it's awful, it's going to build all that anticipation of wanting to wanting it to work and realizing, wow, this person was right for me, but I was too dumb to realize it or I was too ignorant to see the what I had in front of me. So whatever you do, just don't remind yourself of your ex. Just take a step back. Uh, don't do any activities that you guys did together. If you have any, and I know every relationship has a couple of songs in in the relationship that remind you of each other. Whatever you do, do not listen to those songs. I know you want to, and I know it hurts. And I know it sucks, but please do not listen to those songs. It's funny because I used to, one of my, I shared my all-time favorite song with um, one of my exes. And uh, that really ruined it for me. Because that was my song, and it was perfect, and I loved it. And then as soon as I shared it with her, it became kind of our song. So it's, it's a song that reminded me of her, and it's a song that she reminded that reminded her of me. And now every time I hear that song, I immediately think of her, and I and I hate it. But as time went on, I obviously I reconditioned my brain to, to just love that song for its original meaning. And now I've learned my lesson to never share songs that I love with my ex. But anyways, that, that, that's just a, a side rant tangent. But um, yeah, so when it comes to heartbreak, uh, I know it's going to hurt and I know it's painful and I know you just want to be out of it, 
but you have to let time heal the pain. That is the only way you can get through. And I know it might seem right now impossible for you to get past the situation. It might seem like you're never going to see that light at the end of the tunnel, but it's coming and it's there. And I promise you, there will be someone better suited for you, better fitting, but you have to be patient and you have to believe that it's out there and it's possible. When you, when you go out in the field, I also, this is just a random side note, please, please, please don't compare the new guys to your ex. All right. Uh, Give them a fair chance. And when you actually get out there in the dating world, actually get out there. Don't just tell yourself, oh, I'm going to go out there just so I can fill a void. Do it for yourself. Do it when you're ready. Again, take time to heal. So when you get out there again, you are ready to take on the world. You are ready to find your new perfect person, perfect partner. And you are ready to just kind of allow yourself to be you and allow them to accept you for who you are, who you truly are. Every breakup, every relationship comes with a lesson. All right, there is a reason why it didn't work out. You can either repeat that reason over and over and over again, or you can learn from your, from your mistakes and take a different approach that is more healthy and happy compared to the old approaches you might have been taking. Well, that's all the time we got today. Thank you so much for listening. We just wanted to let you know that we really appreciate you and we're hoping that we can ask you for a small favor. If you enjoyed this episode, please, please, please subscribe and leave us a rating and a review. And I want to give you a reason to do that. So for anyone who does that, they will get a 15-minute free strategy call with me where we'll talk about what's working, what's not working, and where do you want to be in your love life. Just screenshot the review and send it to my Instagram at emodspeaks and we'll set up a time for the call. Thank you again for tuning in and please, please remember, stay high caliber.